0: You're listening to the 70th edition of the Bittachon Podcast, and you can see behind me the sun is starting to go down, the final rays are up on the mountains behind me, and in a beautiful area, some cacti, which I think are apropos to a Bittachon Podcast, living in an arid, dry place, and yet provided for by a Kaddish Baruch Hu, no matter what, we are like the cacti. Shem provides for us all of our needs. Before I actually get into reading some more from our Chazal, from our sages, about the idea of Bittachon, I wanted to tell you a story. A friend of mine, Rabbi Avi Stewart from Los Angeles, is visiting, was visiting Eretz Yisrael. Spent Shabbos with him, Baruch Hashem, this past Shabbos. And did a little recording with him also. He visited my home. Bonus track for those who... Uh, contributed to my crowdfunding, they received that bonus track. Anyway, so my friend Avi Stewart was here with his family, he was up north, and he was told he was staying somewhere for Shabbos and wanted to get some food, so order some food, instead of buying from a restaurant. He was told about a certain family that hasn't been doing it so much lately, but the mother of the house We prepare food for people for Shabbos, for pay. And so he called up this family, I think it was Arab Shabbos, and uh, right before Shabbos, on Friday, and he asked if he could hire them to make the food, and they said, of course. He made a beautiful spread for them, and they had everything that they needed for Shabbos, my friend Avi Stewart. On Sunday, the person who recommended to my friend Avi, that uh, he speak to this family so he was in touch with the family he said uh, how did it work out? it worked out okay I'm so glad it worked out that you were able to make this food for this family coming from the States and the family told this particular person who had recommended them that the truth was that they didn't have enough money for bread for Shabbos believe it or not they didn't have enough money for challah for Shabbos and so he said to them well why don't you tell me that you didn't have enough money? Obviously, okay, Baruch Hashem Hashem took care of you. You ended up having plenty. But why didn't you tell me that you didn't have bread for Shabbos? I would have taken care of you. you said, Look, they said, Look, you would have just given us money for bread. But baruch Hu provided us not just with money for bread, but for everything that we needed for Shamas. And that is the power of Bitachen, my friends. That is the power of Bitachen. Kudash Baruch Hu gives us all that we need. There's nothing to fear. We live in Bitochen, I was just discussing today, had a conversation with somebody who just dropped into Eretz Yisrael, dropped into Ramat Chemish, is thinking of moving here. And I said, it's different here. You know, in Chutz everybody's trying to figure out how they can guarantee that they have everything that they need. That's just, you know, you have to have a Parnassah, you have to have this, you have to have that. And that's a fair thing to be concerned with. However, in Eretz Yisrael, you come here, you have to know that you're going to live on bitachon, Whether it's the way that your kids, how they're going to develop, or whether it's your parnasa, how you're going to have your needs. There's no one upon whom to rely, besides for Hashem or Hashem. I live, I'm a musician, my parnasa is through music, I never know where it's going to come from. But somehow, every single day, every single month, Married Bar Hashem over 20 years. Hashem always sends me exactly what I need. Not necessarily too much more, but Baruch Hashem always what I need. And that is something that we're working on together. I feel like there's a deeper chance to work on that in Eretz Yisrael. A lot of people work on that here in Eretz Yisrael, but you could work on it wherever you are. You can bring Eretz Yisrael to where you are. You can, of course, come to Eretz Yisrael as well. Let's learn together. Some ideas from Khazal. it's Gemara Yishalmi, It says like this. It brings a pasuk, which I love this pasuk. In the Bitachen group, which I encourage you to join if you haven't already joined. Women's group, men's group, separate groups. We meet on Sundays for the men's group. But I love to end the group with these Pasuk Mashem Imanu such a beautiful Pasuk, Pasuk in Tehillim, In Psalm chapter 46, verse 8. Hashem, the Lord of hosts, the Creator of the heavens, the Tzavakos, we speak about Tzavakos, we're speaking about the hosts of the heavens, the, the moon, I see the moon, right up there. The moon, the stars, the sun, all of those hosts. He's the one who created them, sustains them all. He is with us. The great God who created everything, the cosmos, 13.8 billion light years across. This incredible universe. He is the creator of it all. He is ours. He protects us. The God of Yaakov, the God of Jacob. And Yaakov Avinu represents somebody who had challenges in his life. He ran away from his brother. He had to deal with, with a wicked love on his father-in-law. He had trouble married to two sisters, all the challenges that are at the foundation of the Jewish people. But Hashem, the creator of everything, cares about the minutia, cares about the details, cares about the little people. Hashem Tzavaka Yisimanu says, it's a good idea. A person should always have this Pasuk, never let it stop from his lips, always be saying, this is a foundational idea of talking and we're we talking about it. God always be talking about it. Hashem Tzeva Kaisi Manu. Hashem Hashem is our protector. It's not coincidence we also say this Pasuk. As when Rosh Hashiva points out, Rabbi Pierre points out, we say a whole bunch of Pesukim that have to do with talking at the end of Uvaletziyayin, as we come to the end of the Tevil of Shachris. This is one of the Pesukim that we say. God is with us. As we go out into our day, God is with us. Rabbi Avó B'Shem Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Avvo said, second pasuk, Hashem, Lord of hosts, praiseworthy is the one who trusts in you. And that's the end of what he brings here from the Yerushalmi. I'm not sure if the Yerushalmi also brings the third pasuk, but Hashem who saves. He answers us in the day that we call. So it's a powerful thing. It's, it's a Yerushalmi that says, say the Psukim. Say the psukim. Remind yourself over and over again. Chavetz Chaim also, I heard from my Rosh Hashir, that Chaim also was careful to say a certain Pesukim. David HaMelech would run. I don't remember the exact word of the pasuk. He would run with the name of Hashem. Reminding ourselves constantly, it's Hashem. It's Hashem who's doing it. It's Hashem who's helping me. It's Hashem who's providing for me. It's Hashem who's giving me my needs. It's Hashem who's guiding me in my life. Constant reminder. We need that constant reminder. We need to remind ourselves. So it says about Yosef at Sadiq as well, Yosef was always constantly saying over things to the, fact, to the point where he was, looked like he was muttering. And Potifar would say to him, what are, you, what are you saying? And he would say, I'm asking God for help. I'm asking Hashem to be, matz, to, to be matzliach darki. To give me success. A powerful idea. Okay, next idea from another Yerushalmi. Very interesting idea. Listen to this, very interesting. A person who needs to take from the Kupashat Tzedakah, a person, let's say, has no choice. He's hard on his luck. Money's just not coming. Doesn't seem to have parnas, doesn't seem to have what he needs. He has to take from the Kupashat Tzedakah. He has to take... Charity. They ain't a night tell. But he doesn't take the money. For example, as the Pnei Moish explains, He pushes himself to work. He pushes himself to work. And he says, you know, I'm going to make do with whatever amount of money I can make. So he doesn't have to take money from others. Very interesting. That's how the Pnei Moish explains it. So, he could take from the charity. He could take from the charity box. He could ask the Kupa of the city to, to help him out. But he decides, you know what, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to depend on Hashem. I'm going to push myself to do whatever work I find. <speaking in Hebrew> he will not die, says the Yerushalmi, of old age before he gives to others. He's able to be with others, to, to provide for others their livelihood. Blessed is the one who trusts in Hashem, and Hashem will be his trust. So I have a chance, a very interesting idea, foundational idea. I see a way out. I see an easy way out. Someone's going to take care of me. Someone else is going to help me. I'm going to take from the charity box. I'm going to collect from others. I say, no, you know what? I'm going to try to open some other kind of petach, some, some opening that Hashem can provide me for, for you know, provide me with my needs, instead of trying to to take from somebody, take the easy way out. Hashem can do it. Hashem can do it. So such a person is blessed as the Yoshevim, that first of all, he will live a long life, but he won't get to the point where he's going to die without being able to provide for others. A person relies on Hashem, so then he becomes a conduit to be able to to be someone who provides for others, Hashem brings blessings through him. Very powerful idea. Now he brings, it's a Gemara that we studied together in the Altar of Novartic, and it's always good to return to this kind of Gemara because it's a really powerful idea. Rebichuna Mesaber, Rebichuna, it's a Gemara Yerushalmi. Rebichuna tells over the story, Ger Echad Hoya Astrologus. There was a particular Ger, He was a convert to Judaism. And in his previous incarnation, so to speak, he had been an astrologer, and he knew how to read the stars, and he could see what's going to happen in the future. But he threw away all of his idolatry, he threw away his astrology, he attached himself to the Jewish people, and he took on the Torah, and he accepted the path of righteousness as laid out from the Torah. One time, This astrologer, previously he was an astrologer, righteous convert, he wanted to go out on the path, he wanted to go on a journey. He said to himself, I'm going to go now. He knew his zodiac sign, he knew what's going on in the stars, he knew this was not an opportune time to leave. And the truth is, as we'll see, he was right. But he said to himself, hold on a second. Why did I attach myself to the Jewish people? So I could forget. So I could let go of the astrology, the predictions, the the necromancers, all of these types of predictions about the future and fears of the future. I don't need to fear anything. I don't need to fear Hashem. Right? Why did I attach myself to this holy nation, Elias, to, to separate myself from these things. The verse tells us the Jewish people are not allowed to be involved in predicting the future through astrological signs and through looking at the stars and other such things. You are not like this. When a wretched a convert becomes part of the Jewish people, he's not affected anymore. not affected anymore by these things, depending on his level of bitachin, as we'll soon see. Don't listen to those who divine the future, to the magicians who can tell you about what's going to happen. I'm going to go, I'm going to travel, I'm going to depend on God, everything's going to be alright. I'm not going to be worried. I'm going to go with fortitude, I'm going to go with courage. Going to go with absolute faith. I'm going to trust in the name of Hashem. As he went on his path, he was almost eaten up alive by a, doesn't say a lion, but by a, uh, by an animal that would would have eaten him alive. And he gave him his donkey. animal ate the donkey. And he was able to escape while the animal was busy eating the donkey. What caused him to fall into danger, into a place of danger? Why did this animal come in the first place? Hashem deals with us the way we deal with Him. Our level of bitachan affects... What goes on in our life? It's such an important idea. It's such an important idea. But what saved him? The fact that he changed his mind. He said, you know what? This is ridiculous. I can't, I can't live that way. I refuse to live that way. I'm going to go with full faith. If there's danger in front of me, First of all, what's the level of danger also? Let's think about those things, you know? Sometimes a person is afraid of something, and the chances of something happening are not very large, very slim. Certainly, for a 2% chance, I can have... 98% is going to be fine, and 2% I'm afraid. I can, I can cross that gap. I can ask Hashem, please help me. Help me, Hashem. Close the gap to 100% that it's you. You're going to take care of me. You're going to make it good. It's going to work out well right? But our fear, as we've spoken about previously, our fear can create the problem. Our fear can create the problem. It's such an important thing to know, and it's such an important thing to realize and to live, because it's absolutely true. If we are lacking in our bitachon, we can actually create the very thing that we're afraid of. We can actually create that situation. It's a very important idea, a very deep idea. So, that's the foundational idea. Let's see. We have the psukim that we need to go over, remind ourselves of bitachon. We have the second idea, which was that we need to make sure that if we have an easy way out, we don't necessarily take the easy way out. Sometimes we have to. Maybe Abitokhan is not strong enough. But we try not to take the easy way out, but we rather trust in Hashem. That's the second. The third point is the, the astrologer, our astrologer, Reality is created by our level of Bittachin. Such an important point. Let's read one last section here. And with this we'll close. Hashem Bokad is Sarah Kasher Omer. says, Hashem remembered Sarah. We know Sarah was 90 years old when she had a miraculous child. Yitzchak Avinu, the progenitor of the Jewish people. So, How can I give up hope? How can I give up hope? Right? She was so old. She was so old, she thought, how will I ever have a child? But she reassured herself and said, I can't give up hope. There's always hope. Hashem can do anything. And certainly if Hashem makes a promise. Hashem makes a promise. Pasak says in Chavakuk, and this is Sari of speaking, I will rejoice. I will sing songs to the Boreal and to the creator of the world. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. You did not give up your hope. I shall not give up hope either. Right. The prelude to Hashem remembering Sarah, the prelude is that Sarah almost gives up hope. And this is also a very important and foundational idea. Just marking off our place. This is also a very important and foundational idea when it comes to Bittachen. Because Baruch Hu will put us in a situation where it seems like we have no hope. Shem will place enemies around us who want to destroy us, developing nuclear weapons to to cause chas heaven forbid, I don't even want to say what. Destruction. Right? He places it in front of us but what do we do in the face of that kind of challenge? What do we do in the face of difficulty? What do we do in the face of our challenges? Sari Menuh teaches us, I will not give up hope. I will not lose my faith in my Creator. I will continue to have hope. I will continue to believe that a Kodesh Baruch Hu can bring and will bring the salvation, the, the a long-awaited, salvation that we've been waiting for for 2,000 years, for 3,000, 4,000 years. All this time, what we're waiting for, we're not going to give up hope at the last moment. It's the moment before Sarah Yemenu gets pregnant. She says, I won't give up hope. At that moment, Hashem Bokadah Sora, Hashem remembers her. Hashem remembers her. When we have hope, it awakens Hashem to want to give to us. Or I would say even better, Hashem... He always wants to give to us. He's a father. He loves us. But He's waiting for us to be ready to receive it. When we have Bittachon, we show that we are interested in the blessings that He wants to give us. That's what we've got for today. Thank you so much for listening. See you again next time.